Welcome to the Consciously Inspired Minds podcast, where we ditch the default and live life by design. I'm your host, Brandi White, personal growth enthusiast, entrepreneur, and lifestyle coach. I host conversations with creators, entrepreneurs, healers, and educators committed to living a life of truth, intention, and connection. Understanding how to evoke their higher nature, our guests take us on a journey of what it means to embody a life of conscious inspiration, joy, impact, and service. Get ready to be inspired. Welcome to Consciously Inspired Minds. We have an amazing guest for you today, Carol Dockham. And Carol is a CEO and founder of Beautiful Faces Going Places, a women's success network, and a former adjunct professor and Chamber of Commerce executive director who joined the ranks of women in business and entrepreneurs by launching an online Chamber of Commerce for Women in Business in 2018, leveraging technology. Beautiful Faces Going Places Women's Success Network is more than just a business directory. It's a visibility, education, and connections platform for speakers, trainers, coaches, and experts to showcase their expertise and a connection hub for small business owners and entrepreneurs. Carol's passion is creating opportunities to market, promote, and connect women in business, small business owners, and entrepreneurs through online and in-person events, such as monthly lunch and learns, empower hours, summits, virtual business weeks, webinars, conferences, networking events, mini masterclasses, and last but not least, business spotlights. Carol, good afternoon. How are you? I am doing fabulous, Brandy. Thank you so much for having me here today. I'm excited to be here with your audience, your viewers, your listeners to share, you know, our, our passion together of consciously inspired minds. So thank you so much for having me here today. Oh, of course, you bet. I'm really excited for this interview today. It's been a little while since Carol and I have connected, but Carol and I met, gosh, Carol, that was in probably 2020. Well, no, probably even before that. It was 2019, I believe is when we met. And it was actually, yes, it was shortly after I had released my corporate job. And I remember during that time, we met through a mutual friend and I remember during that time, I was, I had a huge desire to build my community. I just felt that I had gone through so much time of, I guess, really being in the work that I was doing. I had a great network of folks within the industry I had been working in, but I was really eager to step outside of that and really get to know other women in business outside of my industry, both personally and professionally. I just was ready to build more community for myself. And that's when we were introduced to a mutual friend and I joined your network soon after. And what an amazing experience for me that was. And I had met so many women and what was really amazing about it for me at the time, Carol, was, and we'll get into a little bit more about this, but was your co-hosting opportunities and the platform that gave me to raise my hand and participate in that co-hosting opportunity and to really start to work on myself in the way of being seen and heard 
and talking about things that were lighting me up at the time. And so I know I came into your network and hosted a couple calls on, this is when Clubhouse was popular as well, when that first kicked off. And also on leadership. So I did another call on leadership because at the time I remember I was, I couldn't get enough of leadership books and how I really take a deeper dive into that aspect of my professional and personal life, honestly. So I, I remember having so much gratitude and you also giving me so much runway just to sort of explore what this next chapter was going to look like in my life in the way of networking. So I appreciate you for that. Thank you. Oh, my goodness, Brandy. I know when you and I were first introduced, I loved everything about you, your energy. And I knew you had that, that passion, that desire really to build out your community and make a bigger impact in the world. And you are doing that now here with your podcast show, which I absolutely love. So I appreciate you were part of really our, our initial launch and part of the vision that we had here at Beautiful Faces Going Places, creating these opportunities for entrepreneurs and inspired action takers to really discover that they have they have what it takes, right, to, to launch a program or to create their own communities by, as you mentioned, you, you, you raised your hand and you signed up, right, to, to host several of our virtual networking events and also really create that opportunity to, to make those connections with, with those that joined us online. So I so appreciate you raising your hand and, and being part of our launch efforts as well. Oh, of course. I had so much fun doing that and also learned a lot about myself in the process. So I thank you again. So Carol, I always like to start off with getting to know you a little bit better in the way of your childhood and your upbringing. Tell us a little bit about that and how that might have had impact on where you are today. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So we'll go way back. My background is actually a military brat. So my my father was in the Air Force. So we we traveled a lot. So having to move and pick up and go every two to three years to a new military base, I feel like that had has had a huge contribution into why I appreciate, you know, different cultures and travel. And also, also just, gosh, resonating with me in terms of, you know, you've got to become not a chameleon, but at, have that adaptability skill right. to be able to immerse yourself into new environments, you know, new schools, new cities. So that adaptability factor and resiliency, I feel, has, has given me that strength to be able to adapt and change and, and make friends wherever I am in the world. So, so that's a bit about, about my background, really growing up as a military brat. Yeah, no, that, that's completely understandable. And I know when I, when I first met you, I, you, you were someone who had told me stories about your travel. And it was so clear to me that that was really a value for you, was to seek out new places, new people, new opportunities. And Hence the, the name for Beautiful Faces Going Places. Tell us a little bit about how you came up with that name for the Success Network. 
Yeah. So besides living in the military or moving around every two to three years and having to, you know, be resilient and, and adapt to new environments, my corporate background with with my husband and his work took us to London, Moscow and Rome. Just having that great appreciation for new cultures and diversity and learning about, you know, the ways of the world and how at, at the end of the day, we really are all very similar. We all want the, the same things, right? To be loved, appreciated, respected, and valued. When I repatriated back to the USA, gosh, it's been about 18 years now, moving back to Ohio, I really missed the beautiful faces that I met traveling around the world in the different countries I had lived in. And I missed being in beautiful places as well. So it was all about, I missed the beautiful faces that I've I've I met around the globe and I've and I had missed being in beautiful places as well. And I said, wow, what if I could create this online chamber of commerce to support women in business and entrepreneurs, an online platform to connect everyone around the globe, offering, you know, visibility opportunities, education opportunities, networking and connection opportunities, and yes, have some fun. So I came up with beautiful faces going places. And, uh, and, and, and yeah, and we have, we've been going strong for coming up on to five years now. Wow. That's incredible. That is incredible. Tell us a little bit about your time in the Chamber of Commerce as the executive director, and then also as an adjunct professor, and how that possibly prepared you for the creation of Beautiful Faces Going Places and how that really inspired you. Yeah. So when I was living in Rome, Italy, traveling as a trailing spouse, I was not able to work in London or Moscow because I didn't have a work visa. Mm -hmm. So my work was on hold, if you will. My career was on hold. Not that I complained because it was wonderful. You know, I had time with my children. We traveled and I could work on philanthropic projects. So it was and meet, of course, really cool, beautiful faces, make new friends. It was wonderful and dive into different cultures. But when I moved to Rome, one of my friends said, Carol, you have your MBA, right? And yes, I have my MBA. And she's like, how would you like to teach a class at the, the University of Rome or the American School of Rome? And I said, yeah, so tell me, what does that involve? What does that look like? And she said, well, we're looking for a marketing professor at the American University of Rome you should apply. So I applied. And and let me just say, my first initial thoughts were, you know, I've never taught a class. And then I said, you know, I shouldn't let that hold me back. I have, you know, attended classes. And I remember my my professor when I was going to college, she was amazing. Beth Wilson was her name, Professor Beth Wilson. And I admired her so tremendously, looked up to her. And I remember, you know, her class and how she structured it. She made it fun and engaging and brought in speakers and group projects. So I thought, gosh, if Beth Wilson can do this, so can I. And so I applied for the position and interviewed and they offered me an adjunct professorship. And I said, yes, you know, please sign me up and just had so much fun, you know, creating the syllabus, ordering the, the textbooks and, and, and creating an, an awesome class for my students. And all of a sudden, you know, I became a Professor Duckham, Professor Rosa Duckham. <laughs> <laughs> so that was Amazing. that was a lot of fun. Yeah. So, you know, as I mentioned earlier, repatriating back here to the USA about 18 years ago, having really taken myself out of the 
corporate world workforce for about 13 years living abroad, I thought, gosh, what am I going to do, you know? And, and I was so thankful I had the opportunity to teach for two years in Europe. And we repatriated back to Oxford, Ohio, home to Miami University. And of course, my family's like, oh, are you going to, you know, teach here at Miami? And I thought, no, I'd like to do something else or something different. And I, I actually got into real estate for about six or seven years. And then the real estate market crashed and I was no longer selling real estate. So once again, I had a, a fabulous friend reach out to me and say, Carol, you know, what do you think about applying for the Chamber of Commerce position here, executive director and president? And I said, well, tell me more about it. What exactly do you do? She said she was getting ready to retire and the position was going to be available and that I would be a perfect fit. So what an honor to be thought of and seen in that light. And once again, I said, you know, I've never ran a chamber of commerce before. You know, what does that look like? Tell me more about it. And so I interviewed, I think, three different times with a, a board and, and you name it. And, and they offered me the position, position. And it was a wonderful, wonderful experience. So I was later able to translate all of those experiences creating beautiful faces, going places, women's success network. But I, I think what I'd really like to share with that back, that backstory is that, you know, opportunities are always around us. If we just open up our eyes, our ears and our hearts and, and be on the lookout for these opportunities and think about how you can jump into those and just say yes, I, I think that's so powerful. Just to add to that, as you were taking us through your experience and these opportunities really making their way to you, there's really something to be said for that, Carol, because as you just mentioned, when you have an open heart and an open mind to new opportunity, that's the energy that you are sharing with the people around you, with the world around you. And, and so it's almost inviting it into into your reality. And that sounds like exactly what you were able to manifest for yourself. Take us a little bit through the essence of carrying this idea of an open heart, open eyes, open mind, and knowing that there's always opportunity and looking for how things are really serving you as opposed to why aren't things working out the way I had planned them to or the way I really want them to. And I always say it's for the highest good. What has been your belief system around carrying this idea of there's always opportunity around the corner? Tell me a little bit more about that. Yes. You know, I love this question. Uh, yes, because I, like you and probably your listeners and viewers here, I truly believe that our thoughts create our reality, you know, and it is all about thoughts become things. And it's, it's about our attitude and our mindset. Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. One of my favorite quotes by Henry Ford, and, and it is just so true, you know, having these opportunities, I think about my lifespan, these opportunities that just kind of come my way because I have an open heart, open mind, open ears, and I'm I'm open, right? I'm open to opportunities and the synchronicities, the right people, the right opportunities just will flow to you. I don't know how else to explain it. And then just to say yes, instead of saying to yourself, gosh, I don't have experience. I don't have what it takes, you know? Oh, 
well, maybe I do. You know, I do have what it takes. And and I, I love the whole idea and the concept of stepping into the best version of yourself yeah. and you actually become that professor. You become that number one selling real estate agent. You become that number one podcast host. It's a process of becoming. And I know that's kind of diving deep, but, you know, you step into it and then the next thing you know, you're, you become mm -hmm. it. And I, I don't I think that has been my experience. And that is pretty much how I live everything that I do. I always say, even with the programs that we offer here at Beautiful Faces Going Places, you know, when especially when, you know, we had the shutdown about about two and a half years ago and all of a sudden we all had to embrace virtual world, you know. And it was about two weeks of going, oh, my gosh, what are we going to do? We can't host our lunch and learn. You know, this was scheduled as an in-person event. And and I'm like, oh, my goodness, this is go time. It was opportunity time. You know, here we are leveraging technology. I knew it was possible. I didn't know how to do it. Right. And and it's embracing those opportunities and and stepping into and becoming. And the next thing you know, you're doing it and you become it. Right. I'm curious to know where you started to come into this mindset around stepping into new opportunities and taking aligned action and saying yes to yourself and to others for new opportunities that then really gives you a chance to create and design the reality you really desire to ditch that default and live life by design. When was it? Was there a particular moment, Carol? Or was this something in your childhood through your upbringing that was it a value that was instilled as far as making sure you're trying new things, staying open to new opportunities? Tell me, tell me more about that. Well, I would ha definitely have to say it was not my upbringing. Okay. You know? I don't know where it came from, except that when I repatriated, moved back to the USA, believe me, I think my husband had to drag me by my hair. I did not want to return. I wanted to continue the rest of my life in Europe. I loved everything about it. And so I think I returned, you know, being actually miserable and depressed. And this was not the life that I wanted to live. So I think I, I, I found myself going for daily walks so that I could just clear my head. And I, I think, you know, moving your body, walking daily, you know, it's, it's your alone time, it's your quiet time. And, and then I discovered The Secret. Ah. That was the defining moment. Rhonda Byrne, The Secret. I think that film came out approximately that time. I watched the film and, and then I said, gosh, there's got to be something about mm -hmm. this, you know. And started researching the law of attraction, you know, that thoughts become things, that we can create our own reality. We all have our own perceptions, the way we view the world, our, our beliefs, our subconscious, you know, the words that we use create creates what we see, right? And when you start really diving deep into that, you realize that you have the power within yourself to live and design the life that you want to live. And I believe that was, for me, that was the defining moment or in the time frame where I knew that no one else can make me happy. My husband can't make me happy. You know, my kids, my, my friends, you know, happiness comes from within mm -hmm. and that I have the, the, the ability to choose in every moment of every day. 
I have the moment to choose how I perceive the world, situations, the people around me, and, and that I have the power to change that perception as well, especially if it's ugly, <laughs> if it's, you know, if it's not serving, serving a, a purpose or, you know, I have the power to change that that picture. I always say, paint a new picture, you know, change the channel, paint a new picture. And, and it's through the, the words, our beliefs, our mindset. Yes. Our attitudes, everything. Right. I love that so much. And that's a lot of what we talk about here in these episodes is how we get back in touch with ourselves and how we are living our most authentic self. And how that awareness has revealed itself through our journeys and how we're taking our past challenges and struggles and pulling that forward and paying it forward into the impact we're making in the world. Your story is so amazing. So as we jump forward into beautiful faces going places, how did you lift your struggle from moving back to the States from Europe and finding yourself in depression? and probably a lot of frustration and resentment to go along with it around, okay, you know, I'm not really where I want to be, but I have the agency to get myself out of it. No one can make me feel a certain way. I allow things to make me feel a certain way. So in really, you know, taking accountability like radical personal responsibility in that moment, which is so incredibly important because at the end of the day, it comes back to what's happening inside of us and not relying on the things outside of ourselves to get us the things that we desire, to get us the feelings we desire. I mean, what an awesome opportunity for ourselves because there's so much to learn and to grow from, from those places of suffering, from challenge, from distress. So jumping forward into beautiful faces, going places, how did it all begin for you and you exploring this new opportunity? And, you know, Carol, I have to share this too. In the same vein of that question, I remember when you and I, our very first call together, because I was telling you a few business ideas that I had, and you were so generous with your time and telling me yeah. some of the, the tools and, and resources you had been using. And one of them was your binder. You had this binder that you were putting all of your thoughts and ideas into and really this way of manifesting for yourself. And you were really in this becoming process. And I've just con continued to see you grow and expand over the years. And it's so inspiring. So tell me a little bit more about, you know, launching Beautiful Faces, Going Places, and how all of that started for you. And maybe even, even the fear involved as well. Oh, my goodness. Yes, fear. Absolutely. You know, and all of the thought processes we go through when we, we're starting something mm -hmm. new, right? The fear of failure, the fear of being judged, the fear of what if this doesn't work out, you know. But once you become aware, right, I think you, you mentioned self-awareness a little bit earlier. You know, at, at some point in time, you, you become self-aware and then you realize I am not defined by my past, mm -hmm. by the circumstances. I'm not defined by what happened in the past. And I remember telling myself, you know, I don't live there anymore. 
you know, I'm living here today and now and creating for my future and, and creating where I want to go and where I want to be and who I want to become versus dwelling on where I was, dwelling on where I'd been, you know, and I'm not there anymore. So that was a defining moment of just becoming aware that I, that I do have the power within myself to control my thoughts, change my thoughts and my feelings, my attitude, everything in a more positive light. And then all of a sudden, the next thing you know, all of that positivity is reflected in your mm -hmm. outer world, right? When we can work on our inner world and we look at it and see what's happening in our outer world, we know we can change whatever that, that is, right? To a more positive, in a more positive light, living our heart's desires. So yes, I love that you brought up the binder. I totally forgot that. But yes, I have a binder for every year, by the way. And for me, it's not just, it's a, it's a way of organizing my business, but every year represents, you know, what I've created at Beautiful Faces Going Places. And it's it's a way of writing things down as well. It's kind of like journaling. But And then I always do an end of the year review. And when you do that end of the year review and you really look at your calendar, because I always say what gets scheduled gets done, right? So if there's something you want to create, whether you want to write a book, you want to launch a podcast, you want to start a group coaching program, what other things? Launch your business, right? Whatever gets scheduled gets done. And when you start writing it down, it's, it's, you're, you're putting it out into the universe, right? You're creating it, if you will. But by doing this annual review of your calendar, you can really pinpoint, you know, all of the appointments that you've had. You can take a look at the events that you created if you're an event producer or if you're, you know, your podcast shows, your TV shows, whatever you're creating. And you can take a look at where have you spent your, your time, your money, your energy with family, friends, your social engagements, all of that stuff. I always say, you know, your calendar does not lie. It tells a story. Mm -hmm. So if you're wondering why you haven't achieved X, Y, Z, you can take a look at your calendar because you haven't scheduled out the time, blocked out the time to make it happen, right? So I love that you brought up the binder. For me, I, I keep a binder every year. I'm on my fifth binder, even from the very first year of just conceptually, what is, what is beautiful faces going places look like? And now we, here we are today in our fifth year. And a lot of those things have come to life. They, they've happened. And it, it is so, so cool to see an idea come mm -hmm. to life. Yes. And I think you say so many important things there. One of them is taking a moment to celebrate yourself and taking a moment of reflection whether that means, I know a lot of folks do an end of year review, maybe at the end of the year, coming into the new year, they reflect back on everything that they've done. I have a few friends of mine that do that and they really are able to gain perspective in that moment and really take a step back and be like, wow, I really did all of the things that were on that list of intentions for this year. Or maybe that that one bigger thing didn't manifest for me this year, but wow, the trajectory is right on track. And taking taking a beat to really celebrate yourself and acknowledge yourself for all of the passion and energy you're putting into that particular intention. I think that that's so important because I think that we continue to live in a place where we get to the thing and we accomplish the thing and then it's time to move on to the next thing as opposed to really giving us time and space to celebrate in that 
You also mentioned, you know, finding ways to be accountable to yourself. And for you, that's putting it in the calendar or writing it down and journaling. For me, it is finding, you know, air quotes, my people that I can reveal what sort of projects I'm going to be working on that are around the corner for me. And they are my accountability, but in in a way that makes me accountable for myself, because when I'm telling folks about a fresh idea or something that I want to be working toward, whether it be writing a book, starting a podcast, launching an online apparel business. It's almost as though I don't tell them this, but I feel as though they're holding me accountable because I'm like, I don't want to let myself down most importantly. But I also, it's important to me to be seen as someone who does what she says she's going to do and she honors that. And so, and it's almost, you know, a test for myself that I put on myself to myself and I don't want to let my higher self down. And, and and so I think that all the things that you said there were really aligned to that same thought process that I have whenever I'm starting a new project. That's amazing. Carol, you also mentioned, I, I'd really like to, to go back for just a moment, if you don't mind, you had mentioned the idea around when we are starting something new, the fear of being judged, the fear of success, the fear of failure. Gosh, you know what? The the one for me is, and I've never really said this out loud in, in, in a, on a public platform, but it's a fear of judgment for me. And it's one, of, it's one of those tricky things because I always want to be open to feedback. I always want to be open to receive, okay, if there's an edit that I have to make or if there's a change that might make something even better. I want to hear that, but it's it's almost like I'm I'm really trying to excavate that a little bit more for myself when I am asking for feedback because and to me sometimes it can come back as judgment and then I get I get tense, I get clenchy, I get resentful, I get So tell me a little bit more about how you acknowledge and address your fears around judgment, success, failure, and what that means to you and how you move through that when you do new things. Yes, I just want you to know, Brandy, that you are not alone. I'm not alone. The viewers are you know, not alone. Everyone else experiences very similar things as well, right? The fear of being judged until I finally realized to get over myself. Ah, uh, fair enough. <laughs> and uh, and, and to, to be Get over yourself, Carol. You know, this is not about you. This is really about your your deliverable, the programming, you know. And of course, I want to make everything that I do of value. And and oh, I always say, you know, plan, do, review, you know, create whatever it is you want to create, get it out into the universe, launch it, and then you tweak it along the way. It's going to evolve over time. And then the more you do it, it's like riding a bicycle, you know, all of a sudden you're just doing it right. And it flows because you are in alignment with the value that you're delivering. It's just getting into that place and space and not worrying about, number one, the the crazy monkeys that are going off in your head, you know, questioning yourself. You've got to, we just have to figure out how to turn them off, get rid of them, right? let it go and just push through that fear and just do and then know in your heart and soul that you're you're delivering you're giving value your intention is about the receiver right and if you know in your heart and soul that you are just you're delivering your intention i don't worry about 
the, the other noise, the judgments and whether what people think. And, and that seems to work for me. Mm. But yes, I, I know. I mean, we're humans. At the end of the day, we're humans. We let our, you know, the fear, fear of failure, fear of judgment, our fears get in the way. But once we learn how to just disregard them and just push, push through, pretend like they're not there. Sometimes I say, Carol, just be unstoppable. I am unstoppable, right? I am unstoppable and just do it. Wow. It's like, hey, I did it. <laughs> right. And I think that yeah, 100% is that positive self-talk. And really, and, and I've mentioned before, is really embracing that fear and not resisting the fear. Because as they say, what, what we resist persists. And so really acknowledging that fear and knowing that there's a good fear and a bad fear, which I've talked about before. And, you know, the, the, the good fear that wants to keep us safe and out of harm's way, the bad fear that really inhibits us from living our authentic self because we are fearful of the failure. We're fearful of the judgment, et cetera. So finding space and safety within yourself to be able to kind of move through that fear and know that it's there, embrace it and normalize it, and then take aligned action. You know, it's having those intentions and then moving forward into taking aligned action and really trusting yourself through that process. And we've continued to talk about that as well on the show where it's you know, you, once you start taking aligned action and providing evidence around, you know, how you're able to build success or get to the desire, and then you start to build confidence, then you can start trusting yourself more through, through new things. And so that's, that's really what continues to inspire me as well. Yes, please. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Oh my gosh, Brandy, you just, you have a way of just like clarifying everything, you know? So I love what you just, you just kind of captured what we were just talking about, the fear of being judged and just moving past that fear and, and taking aligned action. And the next thing you know, you're just in the flow. But I think what I'd love to add about the judgment part portion is that I think as I, with time and, you know, just getting older and wiser, I've come to realize that everyone sees situations differently. They, we all have these different lenses. We perceive things differently depending upon our backgrounds, right? Our values and our belief systems. So I have learned not to take judgments personally mm. because, you know, maybe 15 people have participated in my programs, for example, or 20 or 50 or 100 each of those individuals are going to have experienced the same thing, but their perceptions of that experience are going to be different. And then if I am sitting here worried and really contemplating those 50 to 100 perceptions, you know, I'm never going to achieve, I'm going to be so stuck in that, what, what everybody's thinking that I'm going to be like scattered or shattered, if that makes sense. It's going to take me away from that aligned action, that aligned mo motion of moving forward. So I don't know if that makes sense or not, but I've just learned not to take judgments personally and know that I'm living in my, my truth, my passion and what I'm creating. And I'm like, just create it, put it out into the universe. The right people are going to see it, hear it, feel it they will be in aligned in alignment with the programs and those are my people right 
So I'm not going to be everyone's cup of tea. Yes. Yes. We can't be for everybody. I even tell my kids that, (laughs) you know, it's like, we can't be for everybody and that's okay. There's no, there's no possible way. And it, and it reminds me of something Dr. Dwayne Dyer had said once in one of his speeches talking about reputation, you know, and I think maybe one of his children had something to say about showing up as, you know, in his reputation. And he's like, well, you can't worry about the reputation. You know, if there's a hundred people in the room that I'm talking to, then I have a hundred different reputations that I'm leaving with, you know? So you can't get wrapped up in that. And and really, and, and so yes. I completely understand that essence. And I really do try to come back to that for myself. I think for me, it's like really still trying to figure out how to delineate constructive feedback and separate that from judgment sometimes. And so, you know, and 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 I try to be more aware of that and give myself compassion and the other person compassion as well. And, but yes, this is, we're always in process, right? We're always in process. And even when we feel like we've we made it to the other side and, of whatever might be heavy on us in that moment, we might be able to release it for a little while, but guess what? Guess what, everybody? It's going to show back up. It's going to show back up in a different form, in a different experience, in a different way, with a different person. And you know what? Then there's new experience and new opportunity and new learnings. And so, and then we just come back to ourselves again and reconnect. That's right. I know we've kind of, yeah. So I'm yes. obviously enjoying this conversation so much. Yeah, wonderful. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing that, Carol. You know, I I would love to just just give you a, a shout out, Brandy, because you just brought up a new point as being the receiver and receiving that whether it's judgment, feedback. So we have the ability to decide how we want to receive the information, the judgment, the feedback from others' perspectives, others, you know, yeah, perspectives of whatever it is we're delivering experiences with us. So I love that you said that as well, because all of those perceptions out there, right, are, are going to be so different and individualized, but then we're receiving it all. And we have the power within ourselves to decide how are we going to receive this feedback, right, in a negative way or a positive way. So I love that you pointed that out as well. Mm. It's a two-way reciprocal thing, right? It sure is. It sure is. And and you know what I also try to do in those moments, Carol, and I appreciate you saying that, is when I do find myself triggered or activated in any particular situation, whether it be around judgment or anything else, I take a moment of pause and I ask myself, what, okay, okay, what's underneath of this? You know, what? what's the root of what's happening here? What am I really angry about? What am I really hurt about? Or what am I really sad about? And taking a moment for myself and letting myself feel that emotion and experience that emotion and move through it versus resisting it, strong-arming it, being upset about it, holding it, carrying it. Because the old version of myself would carry it for days, for days, like become completely debilitated by it. Whereas now I find myself in it, I acknowledge it, and I find compassion for it. And I get curious about it in the way of, okay, why am I feeling this way? Mad, sad, happy, glad, whatever. And, and then I can release you know, I can release that emotion and move on. And I can forgive myself and I can forgive 
the other person if there is someone else involved. I can forgive them because I don't know what sort of lens they were looking through in that moment. I'm not sure what sort of limiting beliefs that they may have or, you know, maybe not even limiting beliefs, but just life experiences and value systems and all of that. So in ways of communicating can be very different as well. So yeah, we could go on and on here. Anything you'd like to add to that though, before we move into more about beautiful faces going places? No, I just love that you talked about releasing that emotion, Mm -hmm. right? Yes, we need to experience it, but then recognize what we're experiencing, right? And then releasing it and letting it go and not holding on to that because that negativity, that whatever reaction that we're having, you know, holding on to that is is not helping. Yeah, and it's not serving us at all. And then it puts us... So I love that you said... Yeah. And, and I think that it really puts us in that low level energy, you know, and when we're in that low level energy, we can't be clear. We can't be abundant. We can't be creative. We can't be all of these things that we can't hear our intuition when we're being pulled down into that low level frequency, which is why it's so important to acknowledge, feel and release. Yes. Wonderful. So Carol, I'd love to talk more about beautiful faces going places and everything that you all have to offer. And take us a little bit through what it is, what sort of programs you offer and what beautiful faces going places is doing on a daily basis, how they're making impact in the world, how it's up-leveling these entrepreneurs and members within your community. Share a little bit about that with us. Sure. Having the background in marketing and advertising and running a chamber of commerce, all about, you know, creating value for members, right? And I also love just working with speakers, trainers, coaches, and experts because they're passionate about their topics and their subject matters, and they're all relevant to entrepreneurs and small business owners. And we need all the help that we can get, right? We don't have all the answers. So when I initially came up with the idea and the concept of creating an online chamber of commerce to support women in business and small business owners, not just locally, but nationally and globally, you know, it was kind of mind boggling. Like, how do I do this? I know it's possible. Where there's a will, there's a way. And I truly believe that. So it was a concept, an idea. And I think most of my family and friends thought I was out of my mind, but I just knew in my heart and soul that this was so needed. And there was a there was a way to do it if we were smart and leverage leverage technology. So thankfully, Zoom came along. Right. And and that has just made I mean, opened up the world of possibilities for everyone. So I I'd love to say if you're not tapping into technology, you really need to be because it's continuously evolving and and it's changing monthly, weekly, you know, daily. There's all kinds of new apps and and great ways to get your business out into the world and be successful if that's your heart's desire, right? We we have all kinds of different opportunities and ways to plug in. And and my whole goal and concept is it's about visibility, education, connections, and fun. Because if we're not having fun, we should not be doing this, right? And I want to surround myself with high vibing 
entrepreneurs that are passionate and excited about what they do. So, so yes, I've, I've, I've created opportunities for entrepreneurs to plug in. They can host virtual networking events if they so wish. We just recently added book reviews and also mini masterclasses. So if, if they are on our success team, part of our network, they have the opportunity to schedule those with me. And we create the event, their face, their brand, their voice, their message, and we blast it out into the universe. They deliver their content. So it could be a, a 30-minute mini masterclass followed by Q&A or a book review. We just had a, one of our success team members. Her, her name is Cheryl Greenfield. She is an amazing mindful, mindful coach, mind coach, as well as she helps with trauma. So those that are recovering from trauma, just an amazing, amazing woman and passionate about what she does. But she just hosted The Untethered Soul. And that was an amazing book review that she hosted for us. I, I'm, a, I'm an avid lifetime learner. I'm always educating myself personally and professionally. I'm always diving into, you know, personal development books. You can name all the greats. I've probably read them or watched their YouTube channels or taken their online courses. I truly believe that that's, what, that's what's going to uplevel us to live our desired lives, to be successful, whatever that means to someone, because success means different things to different people, right? But yeah, so and we host our monthly Lunch and Learn networking events. And these opportunities are for not only just to market and promote your businesses as a member, but also to be seen, be heard, be found as a speaker, trainer, or coach. So there's all different ways to plug into our platform. And I just love being on the creative end and delivering it and driving traffic back to our members so that they can grow their business. So I hope that makes sense. Oh, it makes total sense. And Carol, I really just have to acknowledge you for creating a space for entrepreneurs to really shine and be seen and be heard. And not only do you provide a space, but you also give a platform and you are always inviting, so warmly inviting these entrepreneurs into opportunities to be seen and heard. And I just go back to my experience, as I mentioned, and just having an opportunity to raise my hand in the moment, I'm like, what the heck am I doing? <laughs> like, you know, I'm like, okay, I guess I'm going to do this. But, you know, that was something that was me moving through the fear and me wanting, you know, I had an intention in mind and this is what I, you know, had set out for myself. And this is what I had in mind when I had signed up and to be a member and to be part of this community. And what an amazing thing it was for me and how much I learned. So when you had mentioned your success team, can you tell us a little bit more about that and how someone might become a success team member? Sure. Yes. So we have a general business membership and we have just business members, right? Or entrepreneurs, or maybe they have a brick and mortar, but they want to tap into the resources. They want to be featured in the business directory. They want to have access to member discounts on, you know, events and programs. So we have a general business membership and that can be local, national or global. And then our success team members are speakers, trainers, coaches, and experts that are looking for that visibility, that want to be seen, be heard, be found. And maybe they want to, you know, package their content in a way. I love looking at my platform really as a marketing extension of your marketing mm. plans and strategy, right? To, just to create an awareness of who you are, what you do, what you offer. You just never know who's going to see you, hear you, resonate with you. 
but you need to show up right in the world. So online and in person, I just rally behind, you know, plugging into your local local chamber of commerce or professional associations. Of course, plug into beautiful faces going places, but it's a great way to, you know, be seen, be heard, be seen, be heard, be found. So as I mentioned, I've created way, different ways for our speakers, trainers, coaches, and experts that I call success team members because we are a women's success network. And we wanna we wanna see everyone be successful, right? I like to call I like to think of success as a success puzzle. And as small business owners, there are so many different hats that we wear running our own businesses. And many of us are solopreneurs, right? So there's there's marketing, there's social media, there's putting together your business plan and strategy. There's the financing element and QuickBooks and budgeting. So there's so many different things that we have to think about and we're not experts in all of those areas. So I like to bring those experts to the table, you know, tap into the resources that we have here. If you want to create your signature talk, we have several members within our community that can help you nail that signature talk or sell from the stage or become a TEDx speaker or whatever it is, you know, you're lacking the business strategy or you're trying to figure out social media or even your LinkedIn profile, for example. I mean, there's just so many different hats and where as an individual don't have the expertise in all of those areas. So if you can get that success puzzle put together, wow, imagine the possibilities, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And this brings me to my next question. This is a beautiful segue into What makes it so important for someone to invest in themselves, especially as an entrepreneur? And I personally believe, I I ask because I personally believe that it is critical to invest in yourself and to understand the upside to that. Because I used to not be someone, excuse me, who really thought of investing in myself in a particular way was going to propel me and give me momentum, I thought, okay, this is very uncertain. I don't know if I want to do this. You know, I was in question a lot because there, I used to live in this frequency of I have to be certain. I've got to be sure that my investment, I, you know, I'm going to see back what I put in and get my return. Whereas now when I feel it, I feel it. And I'm like, you know what? This is where I'm ready to move and I'm ready to invest myself in this particular space, place, area. And it pays back tenfold. What are your thoughts on that? Oh my gosh, I'm all about investing in yourself. So I'm the first one. Well, I will sign up. So I sign up for all kinds of online programs. I just signed up for Lewis House. I'm part of the School of Greatness Academy and attending his upcoming summit in September. And I just cannot wait. I love Lewis House. You're going to have to tell me all about it. Oh, he's magnificent. Isn't he awesome? I love him too. I'm a subscriber. And you're local to Greater Cincinnati. He's going to be in Columbus in September. So you need to snag a ticket. Come and join us. He's from Columbus, I believe, right? That's right. Exactly. He's from Columbus. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And we'll put him in the show notes. I believe so. Yeah, Lewis Howe School of Greatness. Fantastic. Please do. Absolutely. Sorry, go ahead, please. Awesome. We'll have to add the link too to his upcoming summit. I sure will. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah, you've got it. Yes, invest in yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I also belong to several professional associations as well. You know, I belong to other networking groups, if you will. Yes, mine is an online education, visibility, education and connections networking platform because 
we have to build those relationships, right? You just, and it's not about who you know, or who, you know, it's more about who mm. knows you, right? And, and, and you don't know who they know who might be able to make that connection and, and open up that door of opportunity for you because they know, like, and trust you. And, and I know that might sound, sound like just jargon, but there's some, there's some truth there, you know? Brandy, you have the faith in me and we have the relationship now that we've worked together for you to invite me on your show. So that is all about relationship building. So yes, invest in yourself, invest in other, other. I invest in other networking groups and I, I'm just all in and investing yourself because I want to be the best version of myself. And sometimes we have blinders on. We don't know what we don't know until we experience something new. We don't have all the answers as individuals and someone might see something in my blind spot that I, that I'm totally unaware. Yeah. So I say invest in yourself. Yeah. Participate in other programs and events and, and try things that are new because you don't know if it's going to work until you try it. Right. I mean, I have gone through four different software hosts for my website. I'm, I think I found the one. I love it. I love it. Absolutely love it. But you just, you don't know, right? So yes, invest in yourself. What a beautiful answer. I really like what you said around showing up for yourself, you know, and because this is where I was at the time that I had just released my corporate job and I was feeling a bit lost. And I was just like, you know, what do I do from here? Where do I go? And who do I connect with? And, you know, and, and especially because I, I didn't have an interest to stay in the industry that I had been in for 13, 14 years. And I'm like, wow, it felt like I was really starting over. And this is what investing in yourself can really do. And this is what showing up for yourself and, and finding a place in a space and, and a potential networking opportunity that feels aligned to you. And I think we get caught up so much in our minds around, oh, I don't like networking events, networking, I can't stand small talk, I get it, blah, 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 we go through in our minds. But I, I, I can tell you for certain that is not the case when you find an organization or networking opportunity that you feel aligned to. It might take some time to find it, but you will if you keep asking the question and showing up for yourself you you will find something that feels organic, authentic to you. And, and then what great opportunity to then start branching out and you're meeting like-minded people and you're learning so much and you're feeling so much more expanded and held in a space that felt very foreign to you before. And so tell me a little bit about the outcomes of some of the women who are joining this networking group and how they are finding the value and the benefit personally and professionally in their businesses. Oh, Brandy, you just nailed nailed it. You really did. And I loved how you said, you know, when you resigned from corporate world, you knew you wanted to start your own business and create a, a community, a tribe of impact and and you are doing it. I love it. But you you struggled a bit with the identity, right? Oh, I think yes. that's what happens with us, you know, when we leave corporate world. But we leave a certain position, you know, I was a real estate agent, right? I was a trailing spouse, a corporate executive trailing spouse, you know, all these labels that we label, label ourselves. And I was Professor Rosa Darkham and then a chamber executive, a real estate agent. 
And then when you transition, you, you're, you're coming into a new identity. You're becoming someone new, a new version of yourself, if you will, which I love because it's called evolving, right? And I, and I think it's so much fun. You know, it's almost like we get to create and become something new and different. I love it. But I, I understand that feeling of, of showing up. But you're right. And, you know, networking, some people love it. Some people hate it. My goal is to be more than a once a month lunch club. So I know there are, you know, organizations that meet once a month. And what I, I found after I resigned from Chamber World, I took a year off to really just network and really figure out what is it, what is it that I want to do. And that's when I came up with the idea of an online chamber of commerce for women in business, leveraging technology. And guess what? I get to call it whatever I want to call it and create my own programs and value add and membership value and et cetera, et cetera. And I also didn't want to do what I had experienced that year of just networking, going around networking once a month. What I found was that I spent an hour getting dressed, about an hour, 30 minutes to an hour to get to the event. I spent two hours at the event and probably handed out five business cards. I came back with five business cards mm. and I did that for about a year and I did not move the needle, if if that makes sense. And I said, there's got to be a better way. You know, we have to be more about sparking conversations, making new connections and creating opportunities for one another. So I designed that element within our, our events, if you will, that we host. We're more than a once a month lunch club where true conversations can happen because that's when you really make the connect, the heart to heart connections, right? Through conversations and, and showing up asking, how can I serve? What do you need? How can I help you? Versus buy from me. This is what I sell. So uh, people aren't going to buy from you from your very first meeting and contact. It, I mean, it happens on a one-off occasion, but I think you first need to have a conversation and get to know one another. So that's my main focus is creating those opportunities through events, online and in person for these conversations, connections, to create opportunities for one another. So it's not just one-sided. Mm -hmm. And my philosophy is ditch the pitch. Ditch the pitch. I love that. I love that. And that leads me into my next question for you, Carol, here in just a second. I just want to make a quick comment around, you know, really connecting authentically with other people. And it's, it's I feel like folks kind of can sometimes go into a situation and be like, okay, I'm going to go to this event. I'm going to go to this networking event. I'm going to pass out, you know, 20 business cards. And, and then, you know, my business is going to start getting traction or I'm going to start making more contacts and business leads, et cetera, et cetera. But it doesn't end there. That's only the beginning. Like that's only the beginning. You really have to, it takes time to nurture relationships and to show up authentically and, and not to force relationships that maybe we're not aligned in. And again, back to our point around, we can't be for everybody and, and that's okay. But it's really about, are you sending a follow-up email, you know, genuinely, right? Because you want to, because you felt a connection, you felt an energy, you felt a presence with that individual. It's about quality, right? Coming back to that saying, it's about quality versus quantity. And that's really how I approach my relationships in life is that I, if I feel as though we're not aligned, that's okay. That is completely okay. But I really want to invest my time and energy in, in relationships where 
it's a win-win where everybody's winning and everybody feels aligned and we can join for more passion and purpose and impact. And, but with that comes, again, you, you have to nurture that and you really have to lean into that relationship and you have to invest time and energy and patience and and care and and authenticity and that's when you, when you said ditch the pitch like that's what it's about that's how we connect exactly you nailed it brandy you you are absolutely right it and it does take time to nurture those relationships and i i would love to my message to the world is utilize networking as an opportunity to grow friends friendships mm-hmm. in business yeah. right a support system beyond just a sale. So it is all about building long-term lasting relationships, friends and business that are that are on a very similar journey. You know, they're all entrepreneurs and within our network, they're small business owners. Many of them are solopreneurs. We all are going through this journey together. Let's share resources. Let's lock arms and figure out ways to impact each other and also highlight each other, right? Support one another so that we we all can grow and create this win-win opportunity, this win-win situation for everyone. So it's just a different perspective and a di- different viewpoint of networking. It's I, I don't like to think we're, we're we are non-traditional. So I'm about a, a platform, a visibility, education, connections. Pl- it's a platform and a way to plug in to receive all of those benefits to create that win-win. Oh, that's amazing. What amazing work, Carol. You know, another important piece of of being in a networking environment is that once you spend enough time there and, and take the patience and to really authentically connect, then you can be a leader and you can be a connector for newcomers, new members coming into the organization. What better way to pay that forward is then to be a connector for somebody else and how empowering that really is, you know? So fantastic. Thank you so much for what you do, Carol. And so just a few closing questions, if you don't mind. First of all, I would love for our listeners to know what what type of events that you have coming up and what they might find. Sure. Yeah. So what do we have coming up here? We are already, you know, we've got the Memorial Day weekend coming up here. So I know everyone's going to be hopefully out and enjoying some R&R time with family and friends in a safe way. But yeah, so upcoming here on June 7th, we have a happy hour wine down Wednesday event. And I'm really excited about that at Anata Wine Bar in O'Brienville. We're actually co-hosting with Elevate yes. Elevate Network. They are an amazing, also professional, wow. national organization. So we're actually co-hosting an event, which is I'm excited about because I, I'm all about collaboration and creating win-win opportunities, right? So we're co-hosting this happy hour networking event coming up on June 7th from 5.30 to 7.30 at Anada Wine Bar in O'Brienville, Greater Cincinnati, and we're also going to be supporting the Women of Community Impact 501c program. They've got a special backpack for foster kids program. We supported them and sponsored them last year and collected items to fill 100 backpacks for foster wow. kids. So we're, we will be doing that event 
and supporting the Women of Community Impact Backpack for Foster Kids program. So super pumped up about that. Yeah, we've got a, a virtual networking event hosted by the fabulous Brenda Aveyard coming up on June 8th. We also have a book review by Chris Dyer Consultant Consulting. She's out of Las Vegas. She is just totally amazing. She's going to be doing a book review on The Go-Giver. And then we have our monthly Lunch and Learn on June 21st. It's a hybrid event. So you can join us virtually or join us in person if you're in greater Cincinnati. We've got another mini masterclass coming up on Tuesday, June 27th by Celeste Giordano Consulting, all about building a legacy mindset. So that's going to be amazing. And then another mini masterclass on Thursday, June 29th by Katerina Kondo. She's a, a business women's empowerment coach. So that is going to be amazing as well. So as you can see, we have lots of opportunities to plug in virtually or in person at Beautiful Faces Going Places Women's Success Network. Amazing. Wow. There has to be, to all the listeners, there has to be something in there for you, 100%. So many amazing events, events coming up. Thank you so much for sharing that, Carol. And so I, I like to close with this question as well, which is, what does it mean to you, Carol, to live a consciously inspired life? You know, what it means to me is, number one, just to be aware, aware of your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, and the way you perceive people, situations, and that you have the power and to make the decision and the choice on how to respond and how to interpret what you're perceiving. and. If you don't like what you're seeing, you have the choice, the power within yourself to change it, totally change it. Mm, how powerful. So that you can live a consciously inspired mind and life in a, on a very positive, high-vibing level. So I think we were put on this earth to be creators and to live a, a life of happiness and joy, right? And to create the life that we want to live and that we we have the ability within ourselves if we learn how to number one be aware and and uh, know have those those the, there are tools out there, right? Have those tools in our back pocket so that when we're experiencing something that we know that we we have the power and the ability to get through those challenging times or, you know, situations that may not be ideal and and change the whole picture. So figure that that's my message. <laughs> I love that. Beautifully said. Thank you for for being here today and for sharing all of your fresh ideas and your thoughts and and giving us an opportunity to learn more about beautiful faces going places. Where can people find you? You know, I am everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I've tapped into the online world. I'm leveraging Fantastic. technology. You can connect with me on LinkedIn, on on Facebook, social media, and beautifulfacesgoingplaces.com. Wonderful. And if people have more questions for you, Carol, can they reach you through beautifulfacesgoingplaces.com? Is there somewhere to message or I guess on, on any platform, right? Really any platform. Yes. Instagram, you know, LinkedIn. Our website, beautifulfacesgoingplaces.com. Yes, I love meeting new faces. I love scheduling one-to-one. -one. If you have a 30-minute one-to-one call, I'd love to learn more about your viewers, your listeners, 
especially if you're an entrepreneur and you're looking for visibility, education, and connections, I'd love to learn more about you as well. So yes, connect with me on LinkedIn, social media, beautifulfacesgoingplaces.com. Wonderful. Well, Carol, thank you again for being here. It was such a pleasure having you on and we are in so much gratitude for your time. Thank you so much. All right, everybody, until next time. Bye-bye. That's all for today. Thanks so much for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a review. If you'd like to learn more about Consciously Inspired Minds, you can visit us at consciouslyinspiredminds.com. Until we connect again, explore what inspires you. Thank you.